Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast, where once a week I like to talk about video game topics, video games, reviewing video games, top tens, versus episodes, old retrospectives, whatever. I just love video games, and once a week I sit my ass down and I talk about them. So this week's topic I will be taking a look at for the first time in my life, the Yakuza series. So massive series of games. There's a lot of Yakuza games now. Apparently, out of nowhere, there's six main Yakuza games, and now they have a whole bunch of side games, like a Dragon, Judge, Lost Judgment, I think, is a game that's also taking place in the Yakuza series. So, a series I have been aware of for virtually since it came out in 2005. I have known of the Yakuza series, and it just never played them up until just recently i've always had them on the radar heard good things about them not amazing things like oh these are you have to play these games kind of reviews but for the most part everyone that has played these games has a good time with them so i was i'm ready to dive into this massive series of games and i am starting off with one of the earliest ones now it's not yakuza 0 which is like the prequel technically the first game in the story not the first game to come out but the first one in the story of the yakuza series but i didn't go with that one i went with yakuza kawame number one which is a remake of the original ps2 game that came out in 2005 i believe is when it first came out now the yakuza series has probably been around for longer than that in japan i have no idea about that stuff all i know is that it came over here to my area of the world in around 2005 on the ps2 and it came out to pretty good reviews back then now they weren't mind shattering they weren't like grand theft auto reviews or anything like that but i have heard nothing but good things about this series so i want to talk about yakuza this week but before we dive into my yakuza talkings let's try that let's talk about some things that i've been up to over the last week and i always encourage my listeners anyone that's listening out there let me know what you've been up to let me know what games have you been into what movies you've been watching what tv shows you're into what music you're listening to anything man i am always open for recommendations there's so much media out there there's no way i can hear of and and listen and watch and do all of it so i like to hear a good recommendation i maybe i won't get to it right away your recommendation but at some point man i always keep a little mental note of all the little recommendations that people give me and at some point maybe i'll be bored i'm like hey i remember that person recommended this maybe i'll give that a shot so let me know what you guys have been up to over the last week and now i will let you know what i have been up to over the last week so last week i talked about um i started up the show barry on hbo and i had a prediction that there was probably going to be a good chance that i am all done with that show by the time i recorded this episode almost almost i got through three seasons of barry in one week it is that fucking good it is such a good freaking show man Dara, it's a great show fuck good it's a great show i am absolutely smitten by the show so easy to watch so funny so well written the acting is excellent i mean henry winkler is in it uh bill Hader, he's excellent in the show and oh my god i don't know the name of the dude but he was in Gotham. He played, I think it's Victor Saz. That dude is unbefrickin'-leavable. I love him. His name is Hank or Hunk in uh, in the show. I fucking love that guy. Oh, my God. And I may have watched my favorite episode of it 
hard to say because I still got all of season four to get through. But that episode with John Hamm in it and Barry goes into the house. He's going to try and kill him, but things go absolutely out of control. It was such a a different episode to all the other ones. It was just so funny, so weird. Oh my God, I fucking love that episode. I am having a great time watching it. I'm scared that it's I'm sadly almost done it already, but very easy show to watch. Episodes are about 30 minutes long, and some of the best cliffhangers I've seen on a show, like almost every episode ends on like, I have to watch the next episode because the cliffhanger is so freaking good. I just have to watch another episode and then another one and another one and so on and so forth. So with that being said, I give Barry my highest recommendation when it comes to television. I think it's a must watch show. I think it probably is going to be up for pretty much everyone's alley. It's a it's just a really fucking good show, man. I highly recommend it. If you haven't been watching it already, go out of your way. Check out Barry. Really, really good stuff. And I also finally finished off uh, The Mandalorian Season 4. Um, it was fine. It was okay. I mean, I've, it, The Mandalorian, I like it. I have liked, I like all the seasons, but ever since the first season, it's just kind of been going downward. It, it, the first season was the best season for me. I think they blew their load on that show way too early. I'm not going to say anything uh, about that, but I just think they, they went too fast with it and they kind of shot their shot too early. And then there was three more seasons of it where I think they could have dragged it out a little bit longer, but I mean, it was good. It was fine. Um, if, I mean, if you're already watching the Mandalorian, then I mean, yeah, you're probably going to watch it. Is it the greatest show of all time? I mean, it might be one of the best Star Wars shows of all time. Yeah, sure. It was it's quite well done. I, I did enjoy it, but it definitely has been declining for me. So I don't know if there's going to be any more Mandalorian. Uh, probably. I don't know. I'll, I know for sure there's going to be a ton more Star Wars shows. And I personally, yeah, I'm burned out. I'm burned out as well. I imagine a lot of people are burned out. Uh, they're released. They just release too much stuff all the time, man. Like you only have so much time and there's only, only so many hours in a day. You can only watch so much. So I did finish off Mandalorian season four. It was fine. Um, not going to say it's bad. Was it extremely good? Nah, not really, but I watched it. It was, it definitely passed some time. So there's that. Uh, and I think that's it for uh, TV shows and all that stuff. Uh, let's go to the video games. So uh, this week I have been playing Resident Evil 8 Village, still playing through that on the YouTube channel, so you can go over there, follow the link down below, and you can watch me play Resident Evil Village. Going quite well, I'm enjoying the game so far, really starting to get my um, my bearings uh, around that game, I had a really, really slow start with it, I played it for maybe an hour, and then I had to put it down for a couple weeks, so... Uh, yeah, I kind of had to get readjusted to the game, and now I'm getting pretty comfortable. Been playing it consistently for the last couple days, and yeah, it's pretty pretty all right. It's definitely not like definitely not like Resident Evil Two or anything like that. I, so far, I think I I've been enjoying Resident Evil Seven more than Eight, but still a good game. There's been a couple of good scares that you can go watch. There's definitely been a couple of screaming like a girl moments for myself. I'm very easily scared by scary video games, especially when I'm wearing headphones and so many things are so loud, but pretty good game, man. Pretty good. And I have been playing through crushing, absolutely been crushing Persona 4. I, um, yeah, we're, we're probably almost at 20 hours now on that game, just flying through it. But, um, I definitely have some complaints with it. Um, Teddy, 
Teddy, the character Teddy might be one of the most annoying son of a bitches I have ever encountered in a video game. He is horrible. Absolutely horrible. He's cute. He is no Morgana, I'll tell you that. Morgana from Persona 4, 5, sorry, is just so much better than Teddy. Teddy can fuck himself, honestly. Teddy is so incredibly annoying. He's just this little fucking teddy bear, and he never, ever shuts the fuck up. You're in battles. He's like, oh, this enemy is weak to that. Oh, he's going to do that. Oh, he's her. Oh, blah, blah. Never stop. You can't turn it off either. I've tried. I turned the sound off. He still talks. It, it turns all of the other voice acting off except for his. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I have to play the game with the sound turned down because the voice acting, honest to God, is driving me fucking bananas. I don't like the voice acting very much, kind of all around. There's like, I'd say half of the characters are just fucking piercing my ears. They're really, really annoying. So I've been going with just reading it. Because, man, some of the voice acting is just not fucking good, in my opinion. That's just... Ugh, especially Teddy, man. Teddy is fucking horrible. I hate him so much. And it's a shame, because I thought he was awesome at first. But you play the game for a few hours, you go into a dungeon with this dude, and he just does not stop talking. He never, ever stops. And it is so annoying, man. But the game is good. I enjoy most of the characters. Most of the characters are pretty good. Story is decent. I mean... It's a, it's a little bit hard for me to play Persona 4 after playing 5 because Persona 5 is such a fucking masterpiece. Love that game to death. And this is definitely not as good, but I have to take it with a grain of salt because the game is substantially older than Persona 5. So I'm, I'm not digging into it badly with that kind of stuff. I'm not going to compare it to 5 because that's just not fair. But yeah, there's definitely some things in that game that are upsetting to me, but I'm still playing the hell out of it. There's still so much about it that I like. It's a little bit difficult almost. It's a little grindy. Actually, difficult is the wrong word. I think grindy is more of the word. Um, not that I was dying a whole bunch, but I fought a boss the other day and it took me forever to beat that son of a bitch. It was just just grinding and like I feel like I'm playing the game pretty normally, but I feel extremely under leveled right now. And I, I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, it might be a game that I end up falling off of. I don't know just yet. But um, so far, I'm enjoying it. We'll see what I have to say about it next week if I am continuing to play that game. And the only other game that I've been playing... Uh, well, actually, no. I'm still playing Skate 3 a little bit. Not too much. Still kind of dabbling into that a few minutes here and there once, once in a while. And then I started up... Super Mario World, the the OG baby Super Nintendo game. Uh, I grew up with that game, but I never beat it. I never really got far in that game as a kid. It was just not not really. I didn't really play games that way. I didn't play games back then to beat them. I just played them, and when it got hard or something, I would just start over and play the the easy beginning parts again. So I never really got all that far in Mario Super Mario World. Maybe maybe halfway through i'm i'm getting to points now in the game i'm like okay i've never played these levels before i've never seen this before so i'm playing through super mario world fully for the first time and we'll be i'll be doing an episode on that um kind of my long ongoing series with mario games um I'm just, i'm not the biggest mario fan so i've been going back to the games and seeing if i don't know if my opinions have changed on those games or if I just am not a Mario guy, as hard as that is to say, I I am. It's I don't even think Mario is in my top twenty series of games, man. Like it's I'm just not that big on them. I think they're they're good. They're definitely not bad, but 
how people call every single Mario game a masterpiece, I think is fucking outrageous. But um, playing through Super Mario World, I'm not going to talk too much about it. I'm going to save it for the episode. So be on the lookout for that one. It shouldn't take me too long to get through uh, Super Mario World. It's not that long of a game. I'm, I think, over halfway through it now. So yeah, going going pretty decently right there. Not going. The only thing I'm going to say is that game has been pissing me off because I'm so bad at Mario games, dying like crazy. Anyway... That is everything that I've been up to this week. So again, let me know what you guys have been up to. Let me know if you've watched Barry or Mandalorian. Let me know what you thought about it. Don't spoil anything on Barry or I'll, I'll find you, okay? Don't say nothing, but Barry is excellent. Mando is fine. Let's get into the Yakuza talk, baby. Okay, so I will do my best to try and let you know what this game is all about. So Yakuza takes place in Japan. I think it is set in 2005-ish, somewhere around there. It doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. It's kind of a modern-ish time. But uh, you're, you're playing as a former Yakuza. You're not in the Yakuza anymore. You're just trying to move on with your life. You're just recently uh, let out of prison, I do believe, and... Things start to get a little bit crazy. 10 billion yen has gone missing, and you kind of get involved in the storyline and trying to find this money. You're trying to find missing people. So you're, in a way, kind of like a private investigator kind of dude. I don't know. You're just... You're just your own man. So you're playing as Akiru. Your name is, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I remember his last name. All I know is that you're playing as Kiru. He is a former Yakuza absolute badass. I mean... I have, uh, I've never really, like I said, never played Yakuza, so I don't, I didn't know about Kiru or any of the, the characters in Yakuza before, so getting introduced to this guy, fucking badass, man, he's a badass, he's got this, um, very, um, what do you call it, a sourpuss face, he's got that, uh, he's just not a very happy looking guy, but, um, an absolute badass, man. He can kick the shit out of anybody. He is very talented in all sorts of forms of martial arts. And, but not only, like, he may have this really hard shell exterior, but on the inside, Akiru, he is a very good man with strong morals. Kiru is a great guy, and I thought he was an awesome freaking character. So that is the guy that you're going to be playing as. So... I'm not going to go too far into the story. That's basically your little outline. I'm not very good at the story and the story not going to lie it was a little bit difficult to follow not overly but um it is now i imagine you could probably change this i didn't want to but the game was fully voice acted in all japanese so i was reading the subtitles and everything but um i'm a subtitle guy i mean i have subtitles on for most things so it didn't didn't really bother me and Honestly, I just love the sound of the Japanese language. I think it's one of the, probably, I don't know, my favorite language. Like, if I could pick one language I can speak, I would love to be able to speak Japanese. I just think it's such a freaking cool language. I love it. But, yeah, I I kept it. I didn't even bother to look and see if you can change that or not. I just, I wanted it to be, if that's how they had it set, that's how I was going to play it. So, the game was fully voice acted in Japanese for me. I'm not sure you could probably, you could maybe change that, but... It didn't really, it didn't bother me. And on a side note, I kind of wanted to pick up, uh, see if I can pick up a little Japanese here or there. And I got one for you. So here's one word that I learned. Uh, that means, yeah. So there you go. There's a freebie. I'm not going to charge you for that lesson. But next time, you're going to get charged. So you're playing this game. It's, um, 
So how how this game goes down, it's a little bit of a mixed bag. So break it down. Essentially, it is a kind of a modern beat-em-up game. So it's a 3D world. You're in a big uh, kind of a city in Japan. So you got this big city that you can go around. It's fairly big. It's not massive or anything. You can walk around it. And it's just filled, man. It's filled with people and stores and tons and tons of stuff to do. So the main thing of this game is it's a beat-em-up. So you're going around, uh, you'll be fighting a lot of people, and you'll be using your martial arts skills to beat the crap out of people. So you are you are equipped with four different styles of martial arts. You got brawler style, you got dragon, uh, there's um, rush, rush style, and oh man, I have them written beast mode. So four different styles. You can sit there and interchange your styles on the fly while you're playing. So you can sit there, start the fight in a brawler style. Maybe you realize you're in a different situation. You want to be a little bit faster. Just hit the directional pad and boom, you're, you're changed over to a whole different fighting style with a whole different set of moves and all of this stuff. So I thought the combat was was decent. I mean, it had enough variety in the styles. Uh, personally, I think I really... I thought all four of them were... Actually, sorry, three of them were really good. The dragon style was probably the one I used the least because it's the one that you don't really get to upgrade um, as fast as all the other ones with the dragon style. You have to fight a particular guy we're going to spend some time talking about a little bit later. And the more that you fight him, the more that you're unlocking those particular skills. But with the other three fighting styles, Beast Mode, Rush, and Brawler, you're just leveling up naturally. So when you complete a mission, you beat up some guys on the street, you'll gain experience points that you can put into those skills. And it's good. So you got a different... I really kind of keyed in on the Brawler style. I thought it was really fun. You just fucking hammer people. You're just bashing them. You can pick up weapons on the street. You can just pick up a bicycle and smash it over guys heads and stuff you can grab onto them slam them into the ground you can use the environment so if you you'll um you have like a health bar and then you have kind of like uh we'll call it like an adrenaline meter so when you fill up that meter you can do special moves as long as you're in the right position like for example one is if you got a guy he's on the ground he's laying on the ground you can go up to him hit your special button and then you'll do a special move on him which for the most part, they're very over-the-top special moves. They're very funny, especially the ones with the weapons, man. Like, you'll do a special move. Let's say you're in, like, a fucking diner or something, and Kiru would just pick up a massive dining room table and just smash it over the top of a dude's head and, like, kick his fucking head in. It's, it's you know, video game violent. It's not, like over the top like you're crushing in skulls and stuff but it is definitely over the top of the weapon like smashing a bicycle or a straight up motorcycle over a dude's head and watching it like explode into pieces and the guy's just like oh god <laughs> like he's just down but i thought the fighting for the most part was quite fun and varied so like i said you can change up on the fly and yeah, at the beginning, I definitely keyed, on, keyed in on the brawler style. But as the game went on, I was getting more moves and I was figuring out more combos and all that sort of stuff. And as you're going on, you're unlocking more and more special moves. So you, you, let's just say at the beginning, you're starting with your basic finishing move where it's just like, okay, if he's on the ground, you can get him. But the more that you unlock, you can pull off finishing moves in a whole variety of ways. So like... You can get a finishing move if you get knocked down to the ground. You can pull off a finishing move from the ground. You can 
it, there's a lot of uh, a lot of finishing moves. It's not hard or anything. I mean, it is a beat 'em up, so I think you're limited to two buttons, like square and triangle, like your strong attack and your weak attack. And you can kind of combine those. You can also grab the enemy. So you have a grab attack, which then you can lay down a light punch, hard punch, or you can throw them to the ground. You do have access to weapons, though the weapons were kind of a side thing. Like it's kind of a, oh, every once in a while you'll you'll be able to grab a weapon. I mean, you can go around and buy weapons. You can pick up weapons off the ground that other enemies have dropped, like a baseball bat or something like that. You can pick those up. You can buy them from, there's a weapon guy who will sell you weapons. They're very expensive and they don't last very long. You get maybe 10 hits with the baseball bat and then it breaks. So I didn't find myself using weapons all that much. If I had them, cool. If that didn't, they weren't necessary really. They weren't like doing a whole bunch of extra damage or anything. You do get some cool special moves with the, with the weapons. I mean, the, the baseball bat one was pretty aggressive. I mean, straight up, just full on swing the bat as hard as you can into a dude's face. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little bit gruesome, but it was funny at the same time. So you got all that stuff going on and you will be fighting a lot in this game. So this is kind of a hit and a miss for me. So in terms, so the overall combat, the gameplay of the combat, it is fun when you're fighting like your typical group of, of cronies and, and crumb bums or whatever the hell you have. Just your normal guys that you can just slaughter a group of enemies, like take on 10 on one fights and you just mutilate everybody. The only problem with the combat is when you get into fights with enemies that have, that are stronger, that have health bars, the boss fights, I fucking hated it, dude. I absolutely hated the combat when it went on too long. When the fight would just drag on, combat gets extremely, extremely boring, can get frustrating, but there weren't too many of these moments where you're having these overly long fights with people. I mean, there was one really early on in the game that almost made me stop playing it. I'm not going to lie. It was um fight that you have against the big bald guy at the beginning. He's this massive fucking dude, and he was kicking my ass. He was knocking me down constantly. I would just get in a punch. He would hit me once. I'm down on the ground. I gotta get back up. Hits me again. I'm back down on the ground. So the boss fights in this game... Some of them were... We'll, I'll dive really deep into some of the boss fights in this game because I have a lot to say about a couple of them in particular, but for the most part, I would say maybe 70% of the time I was totally fine with the combat, but there was a 30% uh, chunk of the game where I just fucking hated the combat so much I couldn't stand it. And so... You're running through this town, and there'll be random gangs that are hanging around. For the most part, you can just run by the gangs, and they'll chase you around. You can outrun them. They'll be okay. But sometimes, man, you get there just be so many gangs around that are just like, oh, hey, and then you're running. It's like, fuck, dude, I just want to go down this goddamn street and go and eat some fucking ramen in a bowl. But I got to get around this gang, so I got to go around the alleyway and up around this street. Oh, fuck, there's another gang over there waiting for me. God damn it, I'll just fight them. And So sometimes the combat gets in the way of me having a lot of fun with this game. Sometimes the combat gets exhausting. I just don't want to do it. It's a fairly lengthy game. I mean, this game took me about 36 hours to get through. Now, you can get through the game a lot faster than that, but the best thing about this game is all the side stuff. All the side stuff that you can do in this game, that's where this game's charm and 
that's where the shit is good. So I'm not saying that the combat was bad or anything. It works. It's fine. It's satisfying in points. It's over the top crazy at points, but sometimes it's just a real fucking drag and you just don't want to do it. And some fights just never goddamn end. But before I go too much further into like the boss fights and stuff like that, let's talk about some of that side stuff that I'm talking about. So the side activities in this game, that's where it's at, man. So like I said, you're in this big city and it is filled with stuff to do. And I'm talking filled with shit, dude. Like, oh boy, where do we even start? Like, I guess uh, there's tons and tons of mini games that you can play in this game. I mean, tons. You got batting cages you can go to and you're you're hitting the baseball trying to get high scores you got you could play darts you got billiards bowling and all of those games right there that i just mentioned except for the batting cage you can play two player so at the main menu you can just go and play two player mini games just on the side if you want to because they are quite fun i'm not gonna lie the bowling was fun the i really liked the baseball game it was it had like three different levels and yeah you'd have just like they would throw a baseball at you and uh, you have to hit it in a particular area to get more points and stuff so you have those kind of your basic usual um (laughs) mini games but you had some really fucking weird ones uh there's karaoke you can do And karaoke might be the most unintentionally funny thing I have ever experienced. Oh my goodness, man. So kind of your typical like old school rhythm game. You're just pressing the face buttons at the right time. But you got like two styles of songs. So you can like do the singing part and you can kind of do the background noises like clapping and like cheering and stuff like that. So I went on like a date with a friend and I took her karaoke and uh, she was singing the song and Kiru was just in the back going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was dying, dude. I was laughing so fucking hard. Fucking terrible score on the song, but it was so freaking funny. And the karaoke was fun, man. The karaoke was really fun. I liked um, I liked rhythm games, so I thought it was, it was simple and fun. You can challenge yourself to try and get higher scores and all that. You could take your friend with you and um, <laughs> have them do karaoke with you. It's fun. And the music was actually decent, too. Like, you got these... Oh, it was weird, man. So, like, you get these kind of, like, slow love songs. And there's, like, um, there's, like, a music video of you in the background. I'm guessing from a different game. Like, I don't know what the hell. It was, like, Kiru when he was in prison and he's, like, farming or something. I don't know what the fuck was going on. And then he'll sing, like, these ballads. There's, like, metal songs that you'll sing. The metal songs were fucking good, man. I really, really enjoyed the karaoke. Like I said, might be one of the most unintentionally funny things it may have been intentional i don't know but it fucking was killing me man it was so freaking funny then you get oh my god dude like there's card game there's this weird fucking card game that you get introduced to it's extremely weird so this random kid will come up to you and he's like oh i lost this card can you go find it you go find the card and the card is just like this very sexy woman on the card she's and they're all dressed up like bugs and it's you know, a very simple card game, but it just featuring these fucking sexy women uh, dressed up as bugs, and you're and it's like a kid's card game or some shit. Very fucking weird. So I can't say I did all that much into that. I didn't explore very far down that rabbit hole, but it looks like a pretty big thing. There's a lot of cards you can collect, and you can challenge uh, kids to to matches. It seems very over the top. There's like. It'll, it'll like it shows the women like fighting and they're it's very very it's very weird okay it's just really weird 
And then you get, you got your classic, you can go to a casino, you can play blackjack, roulette, poker, black, or I already said blackjack, but you can play all the card games. You got your more traditional uh, Japanese games like uh, Mojang or whatever that is. And honestly, I had no idea how to play those games. I tried. Um, I, I just didn't, I couldn't, I didn't understand. I'm not smart enough. Um, the game is like, it's, I forget which one I played. But like all the, it's it kind of reminded me of dominoes, and you got these like kind of domino looking things. But all the symbols on it were in Japanese lettering, and like I just I couldn't figure it out, man. I had no idea what the hell I'm doing, so didn't really do any of the the gambling games. I wasn't really all that into that. I mean, I'm fine with gambling. It just really just didn't pop out to me. Like honestly, the the gambling place was kind of hidden. You have to go to like a different area underground to get into one of the secret casinos. And then there's another casino that's hidden in like a lottery ticket booth or some shit. So I just really, really never really crossed my mind all that often to go gamble or anything like that. And there's also, I think like a fight club thing that you can go to underground fight club not gonna lie kind of didn't do that one either just that area in particular this like it was really beautiful underground like city area and it was really nice to look at i think i went there twice and there wasn't really much reason for me to go back there it was just kind of out of the way and stuff but it's there so they they have that and then i think the one that i got the most addicted to was the slot car racing oh my god that was so much fun at the beginning, I thought like I thought nothing of it. I thought I was like, "Oh, this is just going to be lame." Like you just watch the car go around the circle. Oh fuck no! Oh no 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 no! It is so much deeper than that, man. Like, so you're starting out, you just start on a regular track, and you're like, "Oh, all right." And then you get access, you start unlocking different parts for the cars. You get tires and frames and and motors and all these different pieces of the car, and you're you're trying to build this perfect little machine to run these particular courses and they're challenging man like you really got to think about it like some of the courses like hey we got jumps here and you got slopes that are going up so you're gonna have to give the car the proper amount of torque and the proper ratio of torque and power and or or your car just won't make it or if you give the car too much power it'll go flying off of the track and shit so this little slot car minigame thing was so much deeper and so addicting. Like, I really, I spent so much time playing the slot car thing. Like, trying to figure out, I was like, hey, what, what, if maybe if I add this tire, it'll be just enough grip, yet not losing enough power on corners and stuff. It was awesome, dude. Like, I would be totally down if they made a little slot car game and just, like, really, really went deep with it. I think it could be actually a lot of fun. And it was, like, stupidly satisfying watching. Like, once you built that car, you're like, all right, I think this is it. And you send it out there on the track and you just watch it. And if you crush, you're like, fuck yeah, man. I built that car perfectly. And you, like, crush everybody. You're lapping people. feels great. And some races, man, were so close. Oh, my God. There was one race... A guy literally beat me by one-tenth of a second. And then I came back and I beat him by one-tenth of a second. I was like, oh my fucking God, dude. Like, it was so much fun. I literally had to... um I had to start looking up the guide for it because there's a lot, a lot of races. Tournaments you can enter. And then there's, like, side stories. Like, other characters, like, figure out. They're like, oh, you're doing this? Like, oh, I want to play. And then you got to start challenging them. And then you got, like, this whole other sub-story that's going on. And, oh, dude, the slot car thing was awesome. So, I'm not going to lie. I had to start looking up things because I was spending, like, 
I would sit there for like an hour just customizing my car trying to fucking win this race. And I was like, fuck, dude, I'm spending way too much time. Because I looked ahead and I was like, there's still this. There's like 12 more races. I was like, holy shit. I was like, all right. So I just started looking up the the proper builds to win the race just so I can get through it. But, oh, my God, dude, if I wasn't uh, planning to do an episode for this game and trying to hurry up and get through it, I would have been I would have spent way more time on those slot cars. Really, really fun. The music is stuck in my head because I spent so much time in there. Really, really fun. Love getting all the car pieces. I think I collected every piece, found all the car pieces. And, oh, God, man, I oh so much fun. And there's like tons of other little things that are going on. There'll be random groups of thugs that might be like taking advantage of a woman or trying to rob a guy. You can stop and fight them and they'll give you some some goodies for saving them. There's little locker keys that you'll find around the city and then you'll go to these lockers and each one has a cool little item in it. There's a ton of keys hidden around the city to find. And those little cards, the cards, the bug cards, those are hidden around the city all over the place. So you're finding these cards all over the place. So there's lots of little collectibles that you're finding. And side stories, man, like side missions, side quests, whatever you want to call them. This one, they call them sub stories. And the sub stories were dope. I mean, Yes, I mean, eight out of ten times, you'll just end up fighting a group of people or whatever. But the little stories, the characters that you're meeting along the way were, were quite awesome, I, I won't lie. And they and they just pop up randomly. You'll just be walking down an alleyway and then all of a sudden this like weird something weird is fucking happening. Uh, there's this one group of fucking these goofballs that just kept showing up and they would run into you and they start faking an injury and they're like, oh, hey, man, you're going to have to pay for that. And like, we want four million yen. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, no. And then you have to beat the shit out of them and like teach them a lesson. They show up like four times and it just like escalates each time. It just gets more and more over the top. Those dudes were freaking hilarious. There's, oh my God, there's this one dude. There's one, he's like a famous judo fighter or whatever. That was a really fun mission. This I don't think, well, again, you meet a lot of these people numerous times throughout the game randomly, but at one point he's just like, oh, let's go out on the, on the town and have some fun. And fucking buddy takes you to a fucking restaurant. He orders two full cows, full cows. He just eats the cows. And then you get into a fight with him in an arena. It was, it was a pretty good fight. And then the whole time he just, he just keeps going, ha ha, ha ha. Every time he did that, fucking just, oh, it was so freaking funny. Like the, the game is not shy at being really silly and funny. Like that's, it's a really weird balance, man. Like the game at times is extremely serious. Like, oh, oh, everything's so serious. But then like 10 seconds later, it is like the most over the top, ridiculous, funny moments. You're like, what the hell is this? It's such a weird, awesome balance though. Um, <laughs> This one, this one. So this one guy, he's like, he gets fucking like tricked or scammed by a, a cross dresser and you got to go chase her or him down. And every time you get close to her, she'll like fucking bolt off in her little heels. And oh my God, the little running animation is so fucking funny. Oh my God, dude. There's so many little moments like that where you're just like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, oh, that shit was good. And there are a lot of those sub stories. I have no idea how many total, but I think there's like well over a hundred, uh, give or take. I don't know. They're not long. They're not like any of them were really long missions. We're talking like two, maybe five, seven minutes maximum. They're really short, but sweet, funny. And yeah, I mean, a lot of them do end up with you having to fight. I mean, that's the main gameplay loop. It's a, it's a beat em up, but um, really funny moments on the way for a lot of those. 
And another thing you can do is um, there's a lot of like, so there's like restaurants and bars and all that stuff. You can go into the restaurants, have a meal, go into the bars, try all the different drinks. And you can also go to these uh, these clubs. They're called Cabernet Clubs. Uh, basically, you go in there and pay a woman to, to hang out with you pretty pretty much. And you get into a relationship with one of them, like a friendly relationship. Um, and you're learning about her. Her name was uh, Rena. She was a very interesting character. Very, very interesting character. Um, she'll call you up and be like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm working at the club right now. Come over, see me. And the more you go to see her and you have to, like, dress up and stuff. Like, if you go in there just wearing normal shit, you'll have to go to the store and, like, buy cologne. You put the cologne on, put on a nice watch. It'll, like, improve your your date or some shit. And, yeah, she'll, she'll call you over. You'll have these conversations and... You try to get to know each other better, and as your relationship improves, uh, you can ask her out on dates outside of the club. So that's when I would like take her karaokeing. You can go take her shopping, and I mean she's a little bit of a gold digger. Like it costs a lot of money to go to the club and have a date with her, but in the end, once you get um, her relationship bar all the way, you get a um, a very very weird little video. Okay, that's um. When you get to that moment, just make sure you're alone. It can get, it could be really awkward if maybe a, a loved one or a family member comes walking in during that video. So that's all I'm really going to say about that. But um, I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? There were so many of those moments in this game, man. But just uh, yet another one. Fucking Rena, dude. What a, what a weird little character she was. She was, um, she was charming, man. I, I, I liked her quite a bit. She was funny. Oh, dude. So this is the guy right here. Speaking of funny characters, Majima. Oh my god, Majima. Let's talk about Majima. So Majima, you may recognize this character. This was the only character that I recognized from, I don't know, screenshots that I've seen in magazines and stuff about this game. And he is the guy that has the eye patch on, and he is a very over-the-top character, let's say. We'll put it lightly like that. He's very over-the-top, very charismatic, a very big old goofball. And his whole thing, the whole entire game, is he just wants to have a good fight with you. And he'll stop at nothing to get that fight with you. This dude is all over this game. He is everywhere. Literally everywhere. You can't go anywhere. This guy will stop and fight you all the time. Yes, it can be extremely annoying sometimes. Like, this guy will just pop out of nowhere, and you gotta have a fight, and you're like, oh, I just want to go play darts or something. They don't want to have to do this fight. So he'll pop out. He'll literally pop out of anywhere. There's so many different, like, things going on with Majima. There's all these different challenges. There's So Majima just wants to have a fight. He will hide. He will be in trunks of cars. He'll pop out and fight you. He will be underneath a giant fucking... Um, what do you call those? A cone, you know, car cones, those big orange cones. You'll be hiding under a giant one of those. You'll go up to it and be like, what the hell is this? And you'll pop out. He'll start gyrating his hips and shit, start humping the air. He's like, let's fight, bitch. And then you gotta fight him. And he's got all these different styles that you'll unlock as, as you're fighting. Like, there'll be Weapon Majima. And, oh, dude, the worst one. The worst Majima is Dancing Majima. So he'll come at you with that dancing... Copriera fucking fighting shit. I hated it. It looked cool. It was awesome at first. The first couple times I fought him, I fought him when he was in dancing mode. It was cool. It was fine. He's fucking break dancing, doing twisty kicks and shit. But oh my god, dude! I fought Dancing Majima like t- 
12, 15 times. And oh my God, dude, did I ever get burned out with those fights? They're too long. He would do these freaking combos that you just kind of have to stop and just get out of his way. Let him do the combo. You get near him. He's just going to lock you in the combo. You're going to get your fucking shit kicked in. And you're just going to have to sit there and wait and let him do his thing. It just wasn't my favorite thing in the world. But thankfully, Majima is one of the best characters ever. This guy is awesome. Um, One time... I went to the Cabernet Club to go see Rena for a date, and boom, there he was. He was dressed up like a woman, and I had to have a date with him. And he was like, oh, Majima-san, and all. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. This guy is amazing. And then, of course, at the end, he's like, all right, let's fight. And you got to fight him in a dress, and like, oh, my God. You'll be, um, I went into, I just went to play a, a bowling. I went to go play bowling. Boom, there he is, fucking standing there. He's like, let's have a fight and you're like oh my god dude like right now and then sometimes you'll have uh you can have games with him he'll challenge you to a game of darts you can challenge him to a game of pool and the best thing is he gets involved with the slot car racing so the one place where i thought i was safe from this guy boom there he is one time i go in there there he is i'm like oh no and he's like let's fight and uh, Kiru is just like, oh, fuck no, not in here, bro. This is like a sacred place. And then Majima starts to get into the racing. You got to start racing him. And he ends up being really good at it, like really quickly because he's like a natural. So you're having these awesome races with Majima. Like this dude is fucking everywhere. And he'll just be walking the streets randomly. If you're just walking around, you'll see his little icon on the map and you if you go up to him you'll have to fight him it'll just be him randomly in the streets and whenever you fight him and defeat him you'll rank up his um bar yeah it goes up like by levels like a or uh, sorry d c b a and gets up to so you can do that you're oh my i i think at the end i think i fought him a total of almost 40 different times i had to stop and fight him and some of the fights were really long. So sometimes he would have a big old health bar, which is like a layered health bar. So it's like, all right, here's the health bar blue and then light blue and then light green and then dark green. You're like, fuck, man. So though I loved Majima, I loved his character. He was incredibly funny. His fights burned me the fuck out, man. There were so many times he would fight you. It was just, I was just like, oh my God, dude. Some of them were just sometimes too much. But Majima was the fucking best. Majima is the homie. So with all of that side stuff, that is basically what fluffed up my um, overall hours played in this game so much because I spent so much time uh, doing the side stuff because that's where I think the best part of the games are. It's all that side stuff. The main missions and the combat or everything, they're fine. But I just think the, the Majima stuff, all the side weird stories, I thought those were the parts of the game that I enjoyed way more. So we'll go back, we'll swing back to kind of the main gameplay. So you got the main storyline where I think there's like 12 or 13 chapters or so. And that's just you trying to figure out where this money is, who stole it, who's responsible, where's this missing person, so on and so forth. And you get introduced to this little girl. Her name is uh, Haruka, I believe. And I just want to shout her out just a little bit for being just a little bit of a badass. I mean, this little girl, she literally like, Kiru smacks her across the face at one point and she just eats that slap for breakfast. She's just like, no sells that shit. I'm like, damn, little girl. She's like, maybe nine years old. I don't know how old she is. She's a very young girl. And at one point, like, she gets shot in the fucking arm and she's just like, fine. She doesn't freak out. She doesn't scream. She's just like, ugh. 
I'm like, oh my God, dude, if I was eight years old and got shot in the arm, I would be screaming bloody freaking murder. Like, are you crazy? So she was a pretty good character. There's other decent characters. I mean, you get that kind of your classic cop guy who's just like, I don't don't know what to do and stuff. I don't know. Pretty generic characters, but like Majima, Haruka, um, Rina, like all those. Pretty darn good cast of characters. And the evil guys, I mean, all the bad guys, they're kind of your typical, like, CEO bad guys. But there's also, like, without spoiling, there's some other really cool characters that you'll meet along the way. And, yeah, I'm definitely interested. Like, I probably, like, looking back in hindsight, if you are going to start up the Yakuza series and you haven't played any of them before, I think you should start with Yakuza 0 because that's the prequel. And from what I read... Um, it actually does like um, explain some things in the first couple games that may go under the radar. So probably some things in the story that went over my head that I just didn't really know what was going on or the context of what was going on. But there's some characters that you'll meet along the way for, uh, that were pretty important into uh, Kiru's life. But now it's um, it's time to talk some of the bad stuff at this game. So there were a few moments in this game, mostly boss fights. I think it's pretty much strictly to the boss fights where I would get like 11 out of 10 pissed off like at oh sometimes so the first one that got me is well after you fought the big bald guy that guy damn near almost made me quit the game and I will tell you guys if you if you happen to know what I'm talking about and maybe you know that boss fight and maybe you stopped at that point because you thought maybe it was a little bit too hard kind of seemed like a difficulty spike right there but once you get through that part the game really opens up that's when you get to start exploring the town and find all the mini games and meet Majima and all this stuff so uh the beginning was a little bit shaky but after a couple hours you you really start to get into it and the game really opens up for you I understand that not a lot of people are into that kind of thing. Like, oh, I don't want to have to play a game for five or six hours or whatever for it to start getting good. I understand that. But you will probably be uh, very happy if you if you can get through that little part there. But another fight that just pissed me off, man, is these dudes called the Akai Brothers. They can go straight to fucking hell, man. This was a gank-ass fight. If you don't know what gank means, it's like a gang-up fight. So it's like two-on-one. So this is like a two-on-one boss fight with two dudes, one's like that dancing style, son of a bitch, dancing all over the place, fucking 87 hit combos and all that crap. And with him is a big old beast guy that's just fucking one hit and you go flying across the room and shit. Those guys were fucking terrible, man. Oh my God, I hated them. And like one of the main things about the combat is like that adrenaline bar that you have, you have to fill it up a certain amount before you can actually pull off a special move. And if you get hit, then that's that's over. It'll just reset your bar. So these dudes in particular were really fucking annoying because like you could barely get any hits on them. Like the one guy was dodging out of control. You take one swing and then you get locked in on your combo. He's gone. Here comes the big guy. He knocks you down and your fucking bar gets reset. You're like, oh my God. Because if you're not pulling off the special moves, like, you ain't going to be doing a lot of damage to them. And, like, your normal, like, a punch is going to take a small slither off of their health bar. And some of these dudes' health bars are fucking out of control. So you got to do these special moves. Special moves would take, like, maybe an inch, maybe an inch and a half off their health bar. It's a nice chunk. So you want to be able to pull off as many special moves as possible to get through the fights as fast as possible. But those two... Akai brothers can go to fucking hell. There was 
A very similar fight to that in one of the side missions that was really hard. Another gank fight, you're just getting ganged up on in this little fucking doctor's office and you just couldn't move and I was just getting my ass pounded. And it's not like a hard game or anything. I think I died one time in this game. I like, And that was only because I didn't like have anything on me at the time but you can go to the store you can buy a whole bunch of health items like it's i generally always had a good amount of money on me so i never really had to worry about money but yeah i wasn't dying or anything it was just frustrating and long and yeah some of the fights just sucked ass then there's a kind of a shift in the style of the game a little bit. It just gets a little bit more violent around, I think it's the ninth mission. And that's when dudes start coming in with guns and more weapons. So you can straight up just get shot and you just go down. It doesn't do a whole lot of damage, but it takes you down. And you can get the weapons too. You can grab a gun. You can shoot people. It's um, it's fine. It's fairly powerful and useful. You, I think you could buy guns. There's like taser guns and stuff like that. But like I said, the weapons were so fucking expensive and they're, they just don't have enough use. Like you get eight shots, maybe four shots. So for the most part, I would just steal guns from people, take their guns, use up their bullets and then move on. But it started, yeah, it started to get a little bit more violent at that point in the game. And then you have like this one, just one moment where you're kind of doing this really badass car chase. And it just reminded me, like, I, I grew up with a Sega Saturn. I know people are probably going to make fun of me for that. And um, I used to play Virtual Cop a lot on that Sega Saturn. It kind of reminded me of that. Like, just an old school light gun shooter. I had a lot of fun with that. And it was a very over-the-top freaking moment. Of course, cars fucking all over the place. Very, very over-the-top. Now, let's get to the thing that damn near ruined this game for me. So, the last hour or so of this game, the last main mission, oh my god, some of the most rage-inducing moments I have had in a very, very long time, and you can ask my wife, because she was here for it. So... You got two boss fights at the end of the game. They both fucking suck. Um, one a little bit more than the other one, but... So at the end, you uh, you go to this big fucking skyscraper building. You got to fight your way all the way up the building and stuff. And when you get to the top, you got this really awful boss fight just waiting for you. It's a three-on-one boss fight. Each dude has a gun, and they can knock you down with one shot. They got grenades that they're throwing at you. Everything fucking knocks you down. You're just trying to get to them, and they're shooting you. It was fucking so annoying. Then when you finally get up to the stupid motherfuckers, they just knock you down in one hit, and then they fucking team up on you. You get back up, you get knocked down again. And when I finally got through those motherfuckers, guess what they did? Respawn with full fucking health. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I almost lost it. I did lose it basically and that's not even the most egregious thing the final boss of this game may very well be the worst boss fight i have ever fucking did i shit you not now elden beast that motherfucker is up there but this dude takes the fucking cake man this was egregious i almost had to quit the game i almost dropped the score so low for this game because of this one boss fight then i sat on it for like a couple days calmed down and then i readjusted my scores but my wife was in the room with me the whole 45 fucking minutes that i spent fighting this one dude i did not die i'd never had to restart the fight the fight took 45 minutes this dude's health bar was out of control. Six layers 
of health bar to go through. And you're literally, every hit that you do is such a small fucking slither. He dodges everything. You cannot get a combo on this dude. He knocks you down. He blocks everything. He counters everything constantly. I was losing my mind, dude. I literally, I had to put the controller down halfway through this fight. And I had to go take a walk. I had to step away from this. I was like, I cannot believe this is real. I cannot believe this is real. It was unbelievable, dude. I was flipping. I was ready to quit. I was ready to get this game a fucking 4 out of 10. Call it a bad game. Don't ever play it. I calmed down. It's still terrible. It still very well might be the worst boss fight that I've ever did. It was so unpleasant. It brought out every horrible aspect that I didn't like about this game. Long, stupid fucking boss fight. I And how many times have I complained about this already on this podcast? Like, how much I hate overly long, hard boss fights for no reason. There was no reason for the dude to have that many layers of health bar. Absolutely egregious. What the fuck were they thinking? So that was god-awful. That was so bad. Like, it took this game from what I would have called maybe a great game. It brought it down a lot, man, because this is a thing, like... Those particular bosses, those three or four boss fights, I would never play this game again. This I would never come back and play through this game again uh, fully. I would maybe come back and play some of the mini games, but those things, those particular boss fights were so unpleasant. There's no way I would want to have to put myself through that again. So for me, this is a one and done game because of those boss fights. It really, really, really hurt my overall impressions of this game because that boss fight was just so bad and i hope i'm not the only one man i hope it i hope i wasn't doing something wrong i don't know what else i could have possibly done i had i even saved my strongest weapon i had a really strong weapon that i was saving and i used it and it just wasn't fucking doing anything so i really had not much i can do i had my whole entire inventory was filled with with health items i was i used them all I used them all. The boss fight, it just took so long. It was so, oh my God, dude. Like just the, how many times I got knocked down. Like you hit them once and you knock you down. It takes you 12 seconds to get back up again just to get knocked down. Like it was, I was lose. I blew so many gaskets on that boss fight, man. Like, oh my God, it was so bad. But that's, um, you know, there's some definite really bad glaring moments in this game, but they were small enough, like I said, out of out of 100%, I think this game 70% of the time was a ton of fun. That 30% of the time where it was really, really bad, it was pretty fucking bad and really, really annoying, but the good outshines the bad in this game for sure. There's still so much more good stuff in this game than there is bad, but like I said, man, those bad things, I could not let it go. It was almost unforgivable. unforgivable. Like, I almost... Like, I'm still willing to go on with more of the Yakuza games. I still want to play, uh, I want to keep going with the series, but whew, holy crap, they better improve some of that combat as the series goes on, because holy fuck, that was rough. So that's pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about in terms of the gameplay and the story and everything. Let's go to uh, some of the simpler things, like the sound and graphics. We'll, uh, we'll sum it all up, we'll give this bad boy a score, and we'll send you on your way. So in terms of the graphics and performance of everything, I thought the game looked really good. I especially like the city that you're in. It's filled with neon signs and just colors and the water reflecting the lights off the ground. It looked great, man. I love the look of the city. I love the look of 
I just like Japan. I like the neon colors. I like the big bright signs. And the city was so full. Like there's people all over the place. They're chatting. They're they're doing their own thing. Getting beaten up. Getting robbed. I mean, it feels like a city full of people. And you got all these stores and everything. Lots of variety. These alleyways. And kind of, I don't know. It's more of a metropolitan area. It's kind of a big city with skyscrapers and stuff. But there's like smaller little kind of rural rural countryside i don't know country-ish areas and uh there's also like a park area you can go to and yeah there's some it's a fairly big area that you can go around with it's 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 not like massive open worlds it's nothing like a grand theft auto or anything that big but it's uh it's just so filled now maybe not as big as cyberpunk cyberpunk either but Cyberpunk, it may not be the biggest open world game, but what's there is so thick and dense and populated. It just feels big. And so did Yakuza. It's not that big of an area, but it felt massive. It felt very big. And it got it got to the point like I felt very familiar with that city by like maybe halfway through the game. I was like, okay, I know how to get here. Oh, I'm going to go to the slot car. I know how to get there. I can just take this side street and boom, you're up there. You got taxis that you can get into. You can fast travel around the town if you want to. If you don't want to have to get into like four or five fights with gang members to get to the other side of town, you can just uh, hop in a taxi and run on over. Oh, oh shit. There's one thing I forgot. Um, there's this weird clown dude that's uh selling stuff so you can collect these um uh points basically there's a oh my god dude you can spend like 400 hours in this game there's a massive like checklist of like little challenges you can do like uh fight this dude so many times uh, go to restaurants 10 times play bowling 20 times stuff like that and whenever you finish the um, the little challenge will give you a point you can go to this clown dude i have no idea why he's dressed like a clown um but he is and you can go to him and he'll sell you some stuff for the points and they're pretty good perks i mean uh some of it you'll just he'll he'll sell you some cool uh armor maybe a cool weapon but the best one he'll you can buy a perk off of him it's called uh i think it's called better go fast which is a sonic uh a sonic um reference because it's made by sega and uh yeah you can just run for longer distances so at the beginning you can run for maybe 10 seconds you'll get gassed and if you run for too long you'll just straight up stop so if a gang is chasing you and you run out of stamina you'll just stop the gang will catch up to you and they'll beat the shit out of you but um definitely put your points into the run fast thing because yeah it's extremely helpful and i wish i knew that that clown guy was there earlier because i was just like I just got in the taxi and I got out and there was a fucking clown standing there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And yeah, he sells really useful stuff. So that was good. I, uh, I had no performance issues with the games. I literally had no slowdown, no freezing, no crashes, no, no frame rate drops. It was a very smooth running game. Very well done. And I thought it looked good. Character models, characters look good. Uh, animations were solid. I mean, not the greatest, but it was good. I mean, it was a it was a good looking game. Not great, but it definitely was fine. And then in terms of sound, I really enjoyed the voice acting. Like I said, I had it in full Japanese voice acting. I thought the performances were really good. Sometimes really over the top. Especially Majima. I mean, oh Kiru-san, I love that fucking guy, man. Every time he says Akiru, I love that guy. Majima, by far my favorite character in this game. That guy was awesome. Music was good. I liked the music. Um, I was listening to it going through the, the playlist of it. And yeah, it's good music. 
the only thing, like, I wish I could notice, I don't ever seem to notice the music all that much uh, with some games. Some, some games really pop out, like Bayonetta. That game's music was, like, my favorite best thing of that game was the music. And in this game, it was just kind of there. It was good. Like, there was, there's definitely some songs that are stuck into my brain because I heard them so many times like the the fighting music that that kicks off like every fight that's in there and the the art the slot car music is like just ingrained in my brain it's good it was like you're kind of your classic Sega arcadey music it was fine it did the job and um, especially some of those karaoke songs some of those karaoke songs were really good like I said the, the metal songs that were in the karaoke really enjoyed those as well yeah I, th- I think that is everything I mean this is kind of a, a beefy game there is a lot going in on these games I hope I, I did it justice and sold you on this series because I know it was a series that I no one that I know I've ever talked to has ever played this it's kind of the first time that I ever got to experience these games no one none of my gamer friends have they're like oh yeah I've always wanted to try it and yeah I think it's it's definitely worth a try so we'll just run back and go through all of the pros and the cons of this game we'll give it a score and we'll send you on your way so the things that I didn't like, which is kind of funny because it's basically all combat related, uh, things that I didn't like, boss fights for the most part were all just god fucking awful, especially the last two boss fights in particular were some of the worst that I've ever played in my 20, 20 plus years of gaming. They were absolutely god awful. The combat at times was frustrating, especially the longer the fight, the more... Uh, the combat would get exposed. So if it was a short fight, it was good. If it was a long fight, drove me crazy. Dancing Majima. Oh my god. Like he, like I said, he was fun the first couple times, but when you're fighting him 15 fucking times, overkill. Way, way too much of that. And there was a lot of random fights too. Lots of random fights. Like I said, those gangs are everywhere. Like every other street is going to have gangs on it that you're going to have to run through. And some of them you just can't avoid and you're going to have to fight them. And a lot of the time I just didn't want to fucking do that. And oh my God. Oh my God. I almost forgot that this fucking happened. So there's this adorable little dog that you meet in this game. You save this dog from getting beaten up by people. You save this dog. You give it to the girl, Haruk, whatever you give her the fucking dog at the end of the game, at the end of the game, this bitch this fucking bitch she leaves that dog on the streets and and you're just like yeah you just leave this adorable dog on the street what the fuck is wrong with you that is a huge negative what the fuck i was absolutely fucking blown away that they just did that you just leave an innocent puppy on the streets to survive on its own more than likely just going to die because when we found it the first time it was starving on the streets because someone just abandoned it so you're gonna abandon it again on the streets haruka you are a horrible human being whatever i said about you that was good you are no longer a badass you are a bad human being you are bad i can't believe they did that man and the great thing was like my wife was there the whole time and i was already still fired up about that shitty boss fight that i went through and then they dropped this bomb on me and i was just like oh my god dude like whoa so very not cool that they left the dog there probably dead like i have no idea that was so unnecessarily fucking evil i don't know what they were thinking with that one so let's try and finish this off with some positive stuff so i thought the mini games in this game were awesome i loved all the mini games darts bowling baseball all this shit was a lot of fun though the the more traditional japanese games were 
way too difficult for me to figure out how to play them. So if you don't know those games, this probably won't be your way to learn how to play them because I don't think they did a really good job at explaining how those games are actually played. Um, the side missions were good. I thought a lot of them were really funny, even though I know a lot of them just ended up being fights, but really funny moments throughout a lot of those side missions. The combat was flashy. It was really fun to just watch it, like watch a dude have a fucking dining room table smashed over his head. Pretty fucking awesome. And the city, I loved the city. I thought it looked looked really good. It was full. It was a lot of fun to just go through the graphics were nice, and I did. I enjoyed the fun yet serious story of the game. I really liked uh, that balance of seriousness and really over-the-top funny stuff, especially Majima, and that is another positive as well. Majima, and I thought the entirety, well, except for Haruka now, who can just go die in a fire for abandoning a sweet, innocent animal on the, on the streets like that, but Majima... Kiru, I mean, oh my god, those two dudes, I, I thought they were excellent characters, and just a lot of weird, funny, quirky people along the crazy, fun adventure of a ride this was of a game. So, though I was extremely negative with this game at times, I still thought it was a really fun game, I thought it was a good time, it was a little bit long, but... Like, I was shocked that I clocked in at 36 hours, I when I looked up this game, you said you could beat it in about 10 to 15 and yeah, that's probably true if you just stick to the straight up main story, but there is no fucking way in hell that you're going to be able to avoid all that extra fun shit because it's 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 the best part of the game is all the extra side stuff. The main stuff, it's there, it's fine, it's decent, at times terrible, but yeah, you know, it was good, it was fine. So I'm going to score this thing at a 10 and where I ended up landing on after 48 hours of cooling down after after some terrible boss fights and a really, honestly, god-awful ending to the game, I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. It's a 7 out of 10. It was an 8 out of 10 before those boss fights and the abandoning of that poor, innocent puppy. The boss fights were so bad, I had to take a full point off. It was it was truly that bad. You can go and check it out yourself. Um, but I do recommend this game, man. I do. Now, maybe... Um, there's probably better games now. As far as I could tell from the reviews of all the Yakuza games, I think it's the, the this first Yakuza game that might be the lowest rated in the series. Now it might be like I think maybe Yakuza Four might be pretty low, but um, yeah, there were some higher rated Yakuza games. So I'm hoping that the series is going to improve on some of those things that I uh, I commented on in this review. And um, I'm definitely not going to be playing a Yakuza game for a little bit. I'm definitely going to take a break from that because, um, wow, did it ever make me angry at points, and I really just don't want to have to do that again. But I am, I'm still going to keep up with the uh, Yakuza series. I'm going to play some more of them in the future. I uh, don't know if I'm going to go, like, streamline, like, do fucking Yakuza 1 to 6 and then the side games. I'm honestly extremely interested in Yakuza Like a Dragon. Just looks really different, and I know it's a completely different style from the original Yakuza games, but looks really interesting. So if anyone out there has played it and you enjoyed it, uh, let me know what you thought of it. And if uh, if I maybe would like it, I would I would like to know. So at some point, I'll give that one a shot as well. But Yakuza pretty damn good really weird sega-ass game with that quirky weird sega fucking feeling to it a lot of fun but 
definitely has its problems there. It's not a perfect game. It's a 7 out of 10. I think it's a good game. And I think for the most part, do a little bit of research first. If you don't like beat-em-ups, then you're probably not going to like it. I'm not a huge on beat-em-ups, but, you know, when the time is right, when you're in the right mood and you just want to kick some ass, this game lets you kick some ass, and it's pretty darn fun at times. So that is going to be the review, everybody, for Yakuza Kiwame uh, 1. So... There you go. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. You guys are awesome. If you're new here, welcome to the show. Uh, I do three episodes per week. Mondays, we do the GamerCast. Wednesday, we do the HockeyCast. Saturday, I do the Wrestling Recap Show. And then if there's any big extra pay-per-views in wrestling, I'll do those usually on Sunday. So you can go back. I did a review on Backlash WWE pay-per-view on Sunday. So if you want to go back, listen to my thoughts on that, you can go back and listen to that. Of course, you can always go back and listen to any of the previous 39 episodes of the GX GamerCast. They they don't age like milk. You can listen to them anytime you want to. They're not like up-to-date news, so you can just... Go back and listen to any episode that you want. Be my guest. Let me know what you thought. And if you want to go check out my YouTube channel, that would be awesome. Gamer GX videos. You can follow the link down below. Go over there. Check me out. Uploads every other day. So if you're bored, you can go over there. There's like over 700 videos on that channel. I've been on YouTube since 2010. So, you know, on and off. I haven't been consistent throughout those entire 12 years or whatever. But I've been around, you know. I've been around the block. So if you want to go check it out, Go check it out, and you can follow me on Twitter if you want to keep up to date with the show. You can send in any questions related to video games, hockey, uh, wrestling, anything like that. If you want to ask questions for the podcast, suggest a video game, suggest a movie, anything like that, send an email, send a message on Twitter. Do whatever you got to do, man. Just uh, don't be shy. I, I welcome everybody here to the show, and you can answer. I'll answer your questions live on the show, or we can just have a nice private conversation. doesn't matter to me. I just don't. You know, just like to talk to my fellow nerds out there. So thank you everybody so much. Sorry that it's Monday. It's the beginning of your week, but hope that this podcast got you through your day just a little bit there. And I hope that your week is going to be good. Make it to the weekend, baby. And we'll be, I'll be here with you with more content, some more video games, wrestling, and hockey. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs>